Yeah. All right. So we are up to the fifth line over here. There's a big problem here. Uh, the, uh, the we, uh, we were using the pasuk of it says v'yatzachinam ain't kasef, so he's saying it's, that's an extra line. It's not telling if the hida get, doesn't get the money, and, uh, somebody else will get the money. That was the drasha. So the problem is, is that It's taken. These words are adhered for used different drashas. It's used for <laughs> something else. You can't double dip. You understand? So that's the question. I mean, we need it. Look at the Tanya as the Brisa teaches. What does the Brisa say? The Tanya v'yatzachinam. She goes out free. This means that when she is a Bulgaris, when she is older, an older age, 12 and a half, a Bulgaris, yeah. which is after 12 and a half, then she goes out free. Mm-hmm. And Ein Kosef is telling you to break it even earlier, that she goes free even as a Naira. So Amravina, so Ravina says that's true, you're right. It is used for that drasha. That's what we need the inkasaf, the extra line inkasaf. It's telling you that she goes out even at even the age of the naira. But in Cain Lemakrat, inkasaf. It could have been written without the yud. My inkasaf with the yud. There's room for two drashas because of the extra yud. Because it could have just said ain. You don't have to write the yud in the word ain. You could write the ain without a yud. Uh-huh. You find other places that it writes ain without a yud. So that when it puts the yud in, kesef, kesef. kesef is cash. Money. Well, it What's this kesef? Okay. Kesef. Ain kesef l'adon zav yesh kesef l'adon Who's that? Maniu af. Oh, friend of the Gemara. Mamaiti darshin afi. Who says that you have a right to darshin the yud of ain? I mean, almost always it spells ain with the yud. So is that need to be garish? Is the question. Dear Tanya, so I'll show you. We used it elsewhere. Bizera ain We're talking about the Baskoin. So the halacha is the Baskoin gets married to Israel. So as soon as she marries the Israel, she loses her rights to eat truma. truma after yeah. all, she goes after her husband. What if uh, he's uh, a coin? What if he dies? So then, then she goes back to her father's <laughs> household. But what if she has kids from Uh-oh. her husband? Uh-oh. So that uh, she can't go back. As and long as they're alive, no? Right. If she has kids, then she cannot go back. As the Pesach says, when does she go back? When she doesn't have any children. That means she has no kids. What if she has grandchildren? Her, her, you know, um, yeah. That was like the old, very old couple that got divorced. What were they waiting for? They waiting for the children to die. Whatever. <laughs> Then they got the worst. You know what? You know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Whatever. Okay. The point being is, is that if the the child passed, but the the grandchild's alive, alive, can she go back to her father's household? That's the Shiluk Kamash Milan. No, because that's Zera Zara, and Tamalomar Zera Einla with a Yud. I in the law, look into to see if there's any children or even grandchildren. Bailey Allah Zera Kosher. Maybe that's only if she has kosher children. Zera possibly nine. What if it's Children that are puzzled, maybe they don't count if it's a mamzer or something like that. Um, so the Gemara says, any children, even children that are that are not of the most, not not the most uh, Dreyfus, Dreyfus. Uh, right, not the not the most kosher, still counts as a zera, and she's not able to go back to her father's household to eat truma from the family. I, how do you use the ayin law? Twice we just used it a minute ago for Zera Zara for mm-hmm. grandchildren, and now you want to use it again Usher, yeah. for uh, Zera Puzzle. So, uh, pick to the Zera Zara. 
So the Gemara says, you're right, but Zerazara lo Yitzrich Kra. Zerazara doesn't even need a Pasuk. Why not? Debnei Banim, Harehin Kibanim. Because grandchildren, we know that they're like children. Ki Yitzrich Kra, the Zerapasah. So what we, the Pasuk really is necessary only for a Zerapasah. Now, again, that's the Tan over there. So we, we see it's very clearly that we use the Yud of Eima to teach us um, to teach us something extra. So that's the, that's the story. So the Tana Gufi Minale to Tarashachi, that's beautiful that the Tana used it. How did the Tana know that the word aim with the Yod is nitinly darish extra because of the extra Yod? So Amri, um, I'll tell you, Ksiv, the Pasuk says, May aim Bilam. Bilam doesn't want to, Haloch, right? That's what the, they said, the messengers of Balak said to Balak, they said, May aim Bilam Manu. Bilam said, No, he didn't want to come with us. Didn't say ain with the yud. It said ain without a yud. So you see that ain can be written without a yud. And also it says me ain yivami. Right? The, the, the woman said my the yavam didn't want to do yivum. The log sibu yud. It's written without a yud. Vachik yud. Here it has the yud. If the fact that it can be written without it and it's used and it still has that full meaning, so when it has the yud in, it's it's given over for a drasha, and that's the idea. So that's the explanation. How we know. Uh, both drushas, Yatzachinam and Kasef, it's two drushas. One is to tell you you may nairis, not only you may bagris does she go free from her from her servitude, but even when she's a naira, and also um, and also to teach us in Kasef money go. There's a kiddushin Kasef that goes to the father, up to and including the age of naira. Okay, now we saw earlier that there's a drasha of who said the name of Rav that there's a drasha that Maisa Habaslav that the earnings of the daughter she goes and she sells lemonade whatever it is she makes some profit that money goes to the father okay and also the case of Kiddushin go to the father why do we need two drushas that it goes to the father that's the question so you have to write both drushas. Why? Because if what? she's an almana. No, we're talking about a child up till age twelve. All of her earnings go to daddy. The kiddushin goes to the father. Why do we need two drushas? One from Yatzachinam that the kiddushin goes to the father, and one from we saw a pasuk of. Uh, um, uh, from the drasha, right? Yimkar ishes bitolama, that we compare the ama to the to the to the father's relationship with his daughter, that he's entitled to her ma'aseh her earnings. Why do we need two drashas? That's the shaila. So my answer is, I need both. Why? Because kedusha If you just told me that the kedusha go to the father, have a minim shem That's because after all, she didn't put any effort. In getting married, it was the kiddushin kasef was given from others to marry her. So, since it, she didn't put in the the sweat equity over here to earn that money, so therefore, maybe that's why it's granted to the father. where she worked hard for her money, she worked for it. Maybe she should get the money that she earned. That it goes to the father. If you say the Maisia Daimer earnings go to the father, that's the Kamitsanaminate, because after all, the father feeds her. It makes sense that he's responsible for, for food, he should get her earnings. 
because he has to make sure that she has the food. So that's why he's granted that. But when it comes to the Kiddushin, which, it's not actually connected to, um, to her earnings. So, uh, so it's not something that he would expect necessarily from the fact that he feeds her. It's like an outside thing. Maybe that should go to her. That's why I have to tell you two separate rushes that the father's granted both of these things. Why would we, uh, so there is no incentive for her to sell lemonade? Maybe she wants that there should be more money in the family because then she'll get steak for dinner instead of, uh, you know, pasta or something, you know. All kids like pasta. Everyone has to chip in, you know. I chipped in. uh, You did also as a kid, right? Yeah, help out. It's all good. We're all, it's all one team, okay? Got to work it out. Which brings us now back to the drush that we mentioned before. It's bothersome and it's like there's a niggling thing that's bothering the Gemara. We mentioned before, One is Yemei Bagras, the other is Yemei Nairas. That, that she goes out as a Bagaris, she goes out as a Naira. So we're going on to that topic, it's confusing. Gufa, we mentioned before, Why would we need two drushes? The lift of Rahman and Nairas, if she goes out as a Naira, which is age 12 in a day, so then you're already going out free at age 12 and a day. Why would you need to say that at age 12 and a half she also goes out free? She already went out free at age 12. That's the kasha. Just write Nairus, and we don't need a pasuk for Bagras. That's the kasha. So Amar Rav says, you're absolutely right. One teaches to the other. Meaning, if you only write one drasha, then I only would know one level. When you write it a second time, so I know to bring it even earlier. That's how it works. Okay, and he's explaining, giving an example. It's a pasuk of Toshav and Sacher. We're talking about over here um, the property, as we know, a coin. If he has a slave in Evid Kanani, that slave, even though he's not Jewish, he's a Gentile, but he's working for the coin. He's, he's owned by the coin. He gets to eat truma also. It's a special halacha, fascinating idea. However, that being said, if it's in Evid Ivri, a Jewish slave who's like basically kind of like an indentured servant for only six years, or an Evan Mirza even. Evan Mirza is a slave who opts in to stay even longer, forever, till Yoveli stays and he gets his ear pierced and so on. So those, so the Pasuk says, Toshim and Sakir, they cannot eat Truma. Why okay? not? Because they're still, they're not fully owned by the Kohen. It's not a true ownership because they're Jewish, you understand? The price says Toshiv that's talking about an Evanirza. He is there forever, meaning Tilyovov. Sahir is that's for the first six only for a six year sale. Yomer Toshav, Why not just say Toshav? And we'll know if a, if even an Evanirza is not granted, even though he's there permanently, so to speak, for a lifetime. It's a lifetime that he's going to be staying by the Kohen. He can't eat. Truma, Kalvachomer, a Kenyan Shaman was only there for a six year stint. Surely he's not going to be allowed to eat Truma, right? So just write Toishav and Vlayomer Sacher, Vanyomer, Kanikinian Olam, Enoichov. If Kenyan Olam doesn't get to eat, Kanikinian Shanim, if it's only a six year period, Lokoskin, surely he's not going to eat Truma. Why do you need to write both? So the answer is, Ilukain, if we would just say one, Hayisi Omer Toshav, Zekanikinian Shanim. Maybe Toshav is, I mean, after all, he's there for a pretty long period of time. Maybe Toshav means Kenyan Shanim. But somebody who's there 
for really his whole life, meaning an Eved Nirza who has his ear pierced and is there all the way to the Ovel, so then, oh, then still, it would be Ochel. By saying Tosha Bissachir, so now I know who what Sachir must mean. He's not just a hard worker, he's somebody who was there for the six years. He's an Eved Ivri. So then I know that's said already, so then Tosha takes it a step further to tell you that even an Eved Nirza also cannot eat Shuma. You understand? That's what it means. That by saying two drushas, now I have room to expand it even to the higher level, and even he is not allowed to eat Shuma. So the same thing, right? That's the same idea over here. So that's the same idea we want to say here. If it would just say one drasha, I would have said that means only bagras. By having two drashas, that extends it even earlier to nairas. You can't compare these two drashas. It works over there, it does not work here. Why not? After all, there's two different slaves that could be in the household of a uh, you could talk about uh, two different Jewish-born slaves that could be in the household of a, of a Kohen. You have an a Eved Ivri, and you have an Eved Nirza. You can have both of them. They both exist, right? The Chinami, even if we were explicit, and we said Toshav Nirza, which has no other way to explain it, but by talking about an Eved Nirza, Lo Yochel, he doesn't eat, and it would still write another one for the regular Eved, Sochir, have a Sochir Milsa Dasi It still would only be derived out of a Kalvachomer. Or Milsa Dasi V'Kalvachomer, the Torah can write something even if it would have been derivable by Kalvachomer. And it's not considered superfluous. That's a, that's a phenomena that we find. So therefore, it wouldn't be the end of the world to say Tosh V'Sochir, because they're after all two different people. So that makes sense. Here it's the same girl who went out as a Naira, so then she's never there as a Bulgaris. So it's like it doesn't make sense to say two tw- twice. That's the Kasha. She's not even there anymore. So the, there's no there's no scenario, so to speak, of a woman who's a, a girl who's a Bulgaris who is going out free with Bagras. So this it wouldn't make sense. Just what we should have said is something explicit. Talking about a naira, and then we know that a naira goes out free. You don't need to say a bagaris goes out free. So El Omar Abayabai says it's better than a kavachomer because she already went out. It's the same girl. She goes out earlier. She she, she never there as a bagaris. If it's just a kavachomer, it's not the end of the world. That was the other case. But here, because you could write what's what could have been derived from kavachomer. Here, it's the same person who already went out. She's never even there as a bagaris. It's never. It doesn't manifest ever. Ah, Amrabai, it does manifest. What we're talking about is an islandess. An islandess is a girl who never achieves puberty. She has problems, hormonal problems, and she will stays as a child. And the Allah is that she only hits adulthood, but she jumps from... Right. She jumps from being a minor straight to a bogeris. She skips the stage. And that's what it's talking about, that that islandess goes out free as well. Once she hits the established as being an islandess, which is only much later on in, you know, when she's much older. So, maybe such a girl doesn't go out, that she does. So now we got there. So the Gemara says, Of course a Bukharist uh, uh, of an island should go out. It's a Kavachomer. 
if she's still bound to her father when she has the, she hits puberty, and still takes her out of the Adon's Rishos, um, um, so Bagris Shemotim once a girl hits uh, that stage, the later stage of a Bogeres, so she's even out of the father's rights. So, of course, it's Kavachomer. So the Gemara says, the real Chiddush here is, the fact that a father can sell his daughter who's an islandist who won't hit Naira stage. That's a chiddush. Talka. Then I mean, uh, you might have thought that as his money nairus, if she's able to bring naira stage, come to this naira stage, have his vina, then the sale's a valid sale. The law as his money nairus because she's an islandist, law have his vina's vina. Maybe the whole sale's invalid. Maybe invalidates the entire sale. Kamash Milan, that it doesn't. Okay, that's what that, that's what Vyatzachinam is telling you that it still can be sold even above, even one who will only be a bulgaris, meaning an islandist. Yes. Here's the thing. Uh, uh, Nairus is when the beginning stage of the puberty. She has two hairs and that and the, that area of her body, that's the beginning of puberty. Bulgaris is really for such a girl who has that, it's a later stage at age twelve and a half. That's it. Just the age. Just the age. However, that being said, for an islandess, it's not that way because she never hits the 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 puberty stage. So it there will is it will uh, there is none. There is none for her. There is none. She's an islandess. She doesn't have the ability. The hormones don't do that. So what what happens is it depends on there's a machlokas, what is the exact age, but at a certain point she shows certain signs that she's an islandess. And she's certified as such, and then because sometimes it just kicks in late. Sometimes it's it's verifiable. She has some flax in here, certain simanim, and then we say, okay, at age eighteen, she's an adult now. Okay, halachically, but that's the different kind. And then she, that's the bulgaris. I forgot what the age is. It's either 19, 18, or twenty, that's something like that. Islandist. It's my focus. What? She's valid. She's an adult. That's the point. No. She is already an islandist, but she's now an adult. And she's uh, out of the rishos of the father. Was the Bulgaris is considered an adult at twelve and a half? Yes, exactly. But for her, since it's like showing signs, right? Exactly. Since the puberty didn't kick in by her, so therefore it's different. Okay. okay. So now Bulgaris was downgraded somehow from a Mara in terms of marriage uh, desirability. We had that earlier. Yes. Yes. Why is that? Just from the age. She's uh, yeah more mature. So what do you mean? She's ready. Uh, she's already an old. Uh, but she's not. She's, she's pretty young. She's yes, but it's it, it there's it's 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 not the same. I don't know how to explain it. There's a certain. It's considered more desirable to be a naira than a bulgaris. Yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, okay. I never understood that. We're not. A, I mean, we're not. We you know we're not in that world. You know, but you yeah. know, understand. Uh, but, but, uh, right, whatever. They all look like kids to us. You know, what I'm saying They're in the in our like <laughs> right. Even an 18 year old looks like a child. Right, exactly. So yeah. that's, I'm sorry, right. but that's the way. That's what it is. The point is, the father loses all rights at a Bulgaria stage. He still has rights in the Naira stage. That's the main thing. Anyway, the point being is. The Gemara is bothered by something with Mar Baravashi. Mar Baravashi is saying that it's talking about just the Iker sale of an Islandist, that the father has a right to sell her. 
Why? Because otherwise, a regular Bulgaris, of course, she's definitely going to go out as a Kavachom, based on a Kavachomer. She goes out of the Rishus of the father as a Bulgaris, of course, she's going to go out of the Rishus of the Adon as a Bulgaris. But, didn't we already say a minute ago? That was his old question. That if you could derive it from a Kavachomer, sometimes the Torah could write it, it doesn't matter. So, Mary says, You're right. That's if you're lacking any other answer. When push comes to shove, we could always chalk it up to that. Sometimes we could have derived it out of Kalv and still the Torah wrote it anyway. It's not the end of the world. But if you have a better answer, we would prefer to avoid that. In other words, it's only as a last resort that we say that the Torah wrote something that was derivable by Kalv The Torah shouldn't do that, really. It's only if we have no other choice, then we'll say that it is. But if we have another drasha that's coming to say, i.e. that you could even sell her in the first place, that makes more sense. Okay. Now, so far we only have one drasha of the basis for Kiddushi Kesef, and that is Vyatsochina Main Kesef. That's what he said. Now, Vitana, Artana, Maisi <clears throat> Lamehacha brings a different source for Kiddushi Kesef. The Tanya, the Brisa says, it's not our Tanya, but the Tanya, a different Tanya, the Tanya and the Brisa. The Tanya, ki yikach is shisha uvala. The Pasuk says, when a man takes a woman, uvala, and he's intimate with her, v'hayim lo tzim sochem be'inav, and he doesn't like her, ki matzah ba'er v'stavar, because he found something inappropriate. What? It sounds familiar? We no, just had... What? This is the Pasuk. Read, listen to the Pasuk. Why did he not found something inappropriate that she was doing? So he divorces her. So there it says, Kicha and Kicha al Kicha always connotes with money. How do I know? That we learned from Sede Ephron. When Avram went to purchase the field from Ephron, he said, Take my money. So you see, the Kicha connotes money. So, Valodinu. The question is, why do we even need the drasha of Ki Yikachish Isha to teach you Kedusha Kesef? Can't we have derived it from a Kavachomer? Oma if by an Omevriya, a Jewish maidservant, Sheena Niknes Bibia, where you cannot marry her with acts of relations, still in all, still Niknes Bikesef, there's a Kenyan Kesef for an Omevriya, Suzusha Niknes Bibia, we know there's a Kedusha Bia by uh, marriage. So surely, so maybe there should surely be a king of Kesef. In other words, forget the Pasuk. Who needs a Pasuk? We could derive it from a Kavachom, from a Mavriya. If what doesn't work by a Mavriya, money works for her. So surely, if this has another Kenyan of Bia, surely it should have the Kenyan that works for a Mavriya. That's the, that's the logic. Yeah, this far. So the Gemara says, you're right, but you're wrong. Why? Because Yivam Atochich. Look at Yivam. That what's a nikness bibia? After all, she's acquired with bia only. And there is no Kenyan kesef. So you can't say that what it works for Amavriya should surely work here, because uh, by 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 Yavam it doesn't work. So uh, obviously your the logic is flawed. Okay. So the Gemara says, Mali You're right, but the Yavama that lacks something else. She doesn't have Kenyan shtar. Tomer bezuzhe niknes b'shtar. Marriage does work with the shtar. That's why we need the pasuk of kikachish. So the says, wait a second. You just made the kavachomer work. Because what was our whole reason to throw out the kavachomer? Because 
of Yevama. And we said Yevama is not a good proof because it doesn't have Kedushe Shtar. But both Amavriya and the regular Isha has Kedushe Shtar. And Isha has also Kedushe Bia. And Amavriya doesn't have Kedushe Bia. If Amavriya has Kedushe Kesef, surely an Isha has Kedushe Kesef. So why do you need the drasha? Why do you need the pasuk? Didn't we have a good drasha? So Ravashi, Ravashi says, no, there's really a flaw. What's the flaw? The whole limud, there's a pircha. What's your whole basis? What was your whole source to learn from? From the mevriya. You can't learn from mevriya because mevriya, she not only can be acquired with money, but she can also go out with money. So, Meaning if she comes up with money to buy her freedom, then she goes free, right? It goes both ways. But it doesn't work that way by Kiddushin. You can marry with money, but you can't divorce with money. She can give money back to the husband and now go free, right? Okay. So that's why we really need the drush of Kiddushin. Now, so now the Gemara is bothered by well, if the Tana has the drasha from Kiyikach, we also have the drasha of Yatzachinam. Why do you need two drashas for Kiddushe Kesef? That's the question. Do we need both? Why? If you would just have this second drasha of Kiyikach, even if she's a Naira, the husband gives her the money, who gets it? She would get it. That's what we naturally assume. That who gets it over there we learn who gets it, the father gets it. We just have the one source of yatzchinam. It doesn't say which direction. Maybe it works both ways. We just know that there's kiddush kesef. Who gives the money to who? I don't know. Maybe it could go either way. If she wants, she can marry the man by giving him the money. Right? That's what you might think. From the word Vyatzachinam in Kasef, we just learned that there's a, there's a concept of money being exchanged to create marriage. It doesn't say who gives it to who. That's what's unclear. Kasef Rachman ki ikach, but Meaning he takes her by giving her the money. Only the man can be the one who gives her the money to marry her. But she can't do it the other way around. That's the drasha. And that's how we know Kiddushay Kasef, and that's why we need both drashas. Okay, which brings us to the next one. We're actually skipping, okay? Um, and instead of Kesef, even though it was written in order, Kesef, Shtar, and Bia, but we're going to explain Bia first. Ovala, it says, Kiikach Ish Isha Ovala. Once we're in the drasha of Kiikach Ish Isha, that's where we're going to be next, because that's the source. Ovala, Melamech, and Bia. A man can marry a woman with the act of relations. Valodinu, why do we even need a Pasuk for that? Kabachomer. What's a kavachomer? My yivam she niknes bekesef. If yivam where there's no kinyan kesef, niknes bebia. But there is a kinyan of bia. You can consummate the yibum via bia relations, right? Zusha niknes bekesef. In addition, niknes bebia. If kesef works, surely bia should work. That's the kavachomer. So amavria tochiach she niknes bekesef. Ain niknes bebia. But amavria works with money and not with bia. So you can't prove from That's because her relationship is not a marriage type of relationship. It's a servitude. So it makes sense that Bia, which is a relationship type of thing, should not work for her. 
Tamar Bezusha, Kenyan Shamisha, this is more similar to Yavama because it's for marriage, it's to be as a husband and wife. That's why we need the Pasuk. So the Gemara says again, didn't we just establish that you don't need a Pasuk? Ha'asyala, we have a good Kalachomer, learn it from Yavama. Amaravashi, same as before, the whole comparison to Yavama is weak. Why? You want to bring it from where? Uh, by Yavama, there's already an existing bond before you do the Yibam. Once her husband died without children, she's bound, she's attached to, as we learned, there's a zika, there's an attachment between him and her. And she's not free to marry already. So it makes sense that the Bia is just finishing the job. But uh, uh, that works over there. Before he starts with the Gedushin, there's no bond at all. So who says Bia would work? That's why we need the special drush of Ubala to tell you that there's a Kenyan Bia. So we got two out of three so far to be continued to the next one. All right. One on one.